The following is a hoop ball presentation. Good morning, hoop ballers. This is William Harris. Uh, happy to be with you today on this April 16th edition of DFS Today. Normally, I'm joined by David Minkoff, but he has no voice right now, so I'm rolling solo with you guys. Uh, get well soon, David. Uh, yeah, on this April 16th edition, we have 11 games on this Friday. Uh, we're going to cover 10 games because the one game is in the early slate. Um, that's the Pacers and the Jazz. They play at three, so they're not going to be in this slate. So. Uh, I'm excited to get it started with you guys, and I hope everyone has a great day of DFS. Before we get started, let's start with um, the reason why we're here. You know, we have sponsors, so let's give them a shout out. Um, the main uh, guys we're looking at is mybookie.ag. Uh, you have to support them. If you love uh, betting on sports, you got to check out mybookie.ag. Uh, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me about betting tips. You know, it's always fantasy, DFS, betting, uh, who you got, Lakers, Clippers, et cetera. Um, and the, the place where you need to go check this out um, is mybookie.ag. Um, it, their reputation is rock solid. They have the best odds, contests, and promotions in the business. It's the only place I trust to handle my NBA, NBA-related bets. Um you know me, you know hoop ball, hoop ball is we give out our stamp approval. Uh, if it's going to be, if we're going to give out our stamp approval, it's going to be to a trusted site. And that is mybookie.ag. Uh, you got to be the best at what you do. And mybookie is the best sports book out there, period. It's simple. Uh, this is the main thing you need to do. Sign up, enter the promo code hoop ball and get your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand bucks. You can't beat that. Uh, enter that promo code hoop ball. Uh, head over to my bookie if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Okay, now we're going to start this off on the 7 o'clock slate uh, with the Clippers and the 76ers. Uh, starting with the injury report for the Clippers, we have Patrick Beverly is out, Ibaka, Serge Ibaka is still out, and Kawhi Leonard is questionable. That's the big one. For the Sixers, Tobias Harris is questionable with the right knee soreness. George Hill is still out. Dwight Howard is questionable. So that will change a few things. And obviously, you're going to have to stay tuned to the lineup to see if Tobias and Kawhi are going to play because that affects a lot. Starting with the Clippers, um, the best value for me for the Clippers, uh, if Kawhi plays, you obviously, you always can put him in your lineup at 9,700. Um, you just need to see if he's going to be limited or not. If he's limited or out, you know, that obviously changes everything. So, uh, we won't know until tip-off uh, or close to. Uh, it's, the good thing is it's a 7 o'clock game, so you'll know it. Uh, set your lineup accordingly. Paul George is at 9,100. If Kawhi is out, he's a lot to put in your lineup. Uh, he's been playing incredible. He's been wrapping up for the season. He's playing like a guy valued over 10,000, and he's only at 9,100. So that's a great, great play if Kawhi is out. And the only other player that I'm secure in playing for the Clippers is Evika Zubak at 5,700. He's been putting up some great numbers lately. His last three games, 
Uh, and that's mainly because Ibaka is out and they're giving him a few more minutes. So uh, at 5,700, he could probably get you a double-double. Uh, and, I, I, you know, he's got to go up against Embiid. They're going to use him. You know, they, they have to because he's pretty much the only big body they have. Uh, Cousins is out there. He's still rusty. He just re-signed on the, uh, his 10-day contract. He re-upped it. But he's not getting heavy minutes yet. Um, he was getting 8, 6, and 15 minutes. So he'll probably stay around that 15-minute mark. So Zubak is going to be in there. And it just depends on, you know, how offensive they're going to be running. Because with Kawhi out, that's just more shots for everyone else. And that's why those three are the only players I can consider in this lineup. On the Philadelphia side, obviously you have Joel Embiid at 10500 Pretty much a lock to be guaranteed to hit value or exceed value. So we, we that goes without saying. Uh, ben Simmons, uh, if Tobias Harris is out, I have been avoiding Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris because with Embiid back, he dropped their production dramatically. But if Tobias is out, I think you can play Ben Simmons at 7800 uh, his last game, he had 43 DraftKings points, almost had a double-double with 17 and 9 uh, boards. So uh, keep an eye out on Tobias Harris. If, even if he's limited, that will give me uh, relief and, you know, satisfaction. I'll, I'll feel good to play Ben Simmons in that uh, manner because Tobias uh, is averaging over 20 points a game, and that production has to be spread around. Everyone will get a boost. Um that and you can look at uh Furkan Korkmaz also for Philadelphia if to uh, Tobias Harris is out. He's valued only at 3,800. Uh, he's his last three games, uh, 41, 29, and 22 DraftKings points. And you know, he seems to be getting the best boost, uh, with uh, you know, on the offensive end, he'll get the best bump if Tobias is out. Him and uh, Ben Simmons. That's who I would look at. And he's valued at a great price at 3800 So that's worth the risk if you have more expensive guys in your lineup. And that is that for that matchup. Uh, for the next game, we have the New Orleans Pelicans versus the Washington Wizards. So with that, we have uh, the Pelicans, our favorite one and a half, the over or under is 241 and a half. So uh, with the starting with the injury report, the Pelicans have uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker is out. Uh, Lonzo Ball is probable. Josh Hart is out. Um, Washington Wizards only have Thomas Bryant on their injury report as out because he's been out the whole season. Uh, starting with the Pelicans, you can look at Zion Williamson. He's priced at 10000 Uh his price is steadily going up and up and up. His production has been going up and up as well. So um, right now, he's still it's still worth it to play him, uh, but you got to keep an eye on that uh, price point because it's getting a little high for my liking. But he still is the main focal point of this offense, and they're going to need him. You know, especially if if Lonzo Ball is out, that would be especially even more. Uh, but if Lebo- if Lonzo Ball plays, you still can put Zion in your Line up and feel comfortable with that. And then, you, obviously, you have Brandon Ingram at 8,500. He's putting up some great numbers. Last three games, 45, 57, and 45 drafting points. So that's very close to Zion, and he's priced 1,500 lower. So you can't go wrong with that. So the two studs. Um, I wouldn't trust playing Lonzo right now at 7,500. 
because with that hip, you don't know how much he's going to play yet. So if you hear more information, uh, you can keep an eye out on that. But for right now, I'll pause on him. Um, but the only other guy I'm looking at is Najee Marshall at 3,800. That's the rookie. Um, he's actually priced at 4,000. Yep, yep, 4,000. That's the rookie. Uh, his last game, he had 34 DraftKings points. Um, and he had 14 real NBA points, nine boards. And the game before that was a dud, but the game before that, he had 15 and seven. So, and he was in the starting lineup the last game, and that's where he was able to get that production off of 33 minutes. Um, so if you hear that he's going to start again, that makes him a valuable uh, person that you could sneak into your lineup at 4,000. And I think he's got a good matchup against the Wizards in this high-scoring, what, what should be a high-scoring affair. Now, if you look on the Wizards side, uh, you got Russell Westbrook, obviously, at 11,000. He's been the fantasy monster himself lately. I mean, just out of control, averaging uh, almost 70 points the last two games. Uh, easily can get you in the 60s, always can hit value. He's one of the few safer players that you could just over 10,000 and you just put in your lineup and not even think anything about it. Um, I think you also can look at Bradley Beal. He's at 8,900. Uh, he dropped off for a while there. He was banged up. But his last two games, he's gotten 48 and 41 drafting points. And in the real game, 34 and 31 actual points. That's the Bradley Bill we're used to and expect. So at 8,900, you're still getting a little bit of a discount because of uh, when he was banged up, how down he was. Uh, the Wizards are... Always interesting. Uh, Rui was Rui Hachimura was on a roll there, but now he's fallen off. Uh, so you can't look at him. You can look at Davis Bertans now at four thousand, since that's such a low price point. His last two games, twenty two and twenty seven and a half DraftKings points. That's valuable at four thousand. Uh, it's not fun. It's not exciting. It's not sexy, but you have that. Um, but the guy that is sexy and fun and all that. Um, <laughs> Don't use that against me later, guys. Is Daniel Gafford. Um, he is the center that, you know, can put up the best production for this team. They have three centers in which when you have three centers, you have no center. But he's recently acquired from the Bulls, and he is their best center. And when, once his minutes continue to ramp up, he should easily be putting up double-doubles. Um, they can use him against Steven Adams. And uh, I think you just – especially if he's starting um, – Lock him in your lineup. Uh, he, he banged up his shoulder a game or two ago, but he should play. He's, he's healthy, and he's the most talented guy. At 3,300, it's worth the risk, especially if you hear before tip-off that he is starting. All right. And next game we're going to go to is the Detroit Pistons versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, and let's see. Detroit has a, a – it's – Valued at negative 7.5, and the over-under for the game is 215.5. For Detroit on the injury report, we have Wayne Ellison out for rest, Jeremy Grant out for right knee injury management, Corey Joseph out, Rodney Magruder out, Mason Plumley out, Dennis Smith Jr. out. That is insane. Uh, On the OKC side, we have... Uh, Shay Gilders Alexander is still out. Mike Muscala is out. And Alexei Pokashevsky is out. Uh, that's a lot, especially for that Detroit Pistons side. Uh, with that being said, you have to look at 
Josh Jackson. Yes, we're going down deep. <laughs> Josh Jackson, because uh, the last game Jeremy Grant sat out, Josh Jackson got 40 and a half DraftKings points. So that makes him very valuable it, uh, with Jeremy Grant out and including all those other people that are out. Um, so Josh Jackson is valued at 5,300. I think he is a steal. Um, and he should be able to put up that production because it's not many other players out there that can. Uh, I think you can look at Sadiq Bay at 4,800. His last three games, hitting value, playing very well. And like I said, with Jeremy Grant out, it's just more production for him and to go along. And he's their first-round draft pick. So they're going to want him to get a lot of shots and keep developing. Um, I think you also can look at Killian Hayes at 3500 I mean, that's a steal of a price. Uh, that's their first. That's their lottery pick, first-round uh, pick. They had three first-round picks, Killian Hayes. Sadiq Bay and Isaiah Stewart. And I think you could play all three of them in this matchup. Uh, Killian Hayes had 22 drafting points last game. You just need to see how they're, they're, they're kind of babying him with his injury that he's coming back from. But if he's going to get 25 minutes, he's a lock for your lineup, especially at 3,500. And like I mentioned with uh, Mason Plumlee out, I think that makes Isaiah Stewart an incredible play at 4,400. He should be in line to get all the rebounds and a couple of putbacks. So he should have a good game where he could possibly get a double double. Um, so that is it for the Pistons and OKC side. Uh, next game, moving right along, we have the 7:30 slate is the Charlotte Hornets at the Brooklyn Nets. On the Brooklyn Nets side of things, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, if you hadn't heard the news, he recently, well, just today, yesterday, he retired. He announced his retirement. He's had He has a heart condition. He felt it in his last game or two. And he said it was one of the scariest things he's ever experienced. And uh, so he's going to be retired right now. So we um sending well wishes out to Lamarcus Aldridge. He seems to be uh, in good spirits and healthy right now. He said he's okay right now, but he doesn't want anything to happen in the future. So I'm guessing he's taking the advice of his doctors. But that's unfortunate because the Nets were on pace, you know, to be in the championship. So I know that's tough for him. Um, Chris Chioza is out. Spencer Dinwiddie obviously is out. James Harden is out. Tyler Johnson is out. For the Hornets, LaMelo Ball is still out for the season. Uh, Devontae Graham is a surprise out with a left quad injury. Gordon Hayward is still out. Malik Monk out. Brad Watermaker is questionable. That's bigger than you think. Uh, P.J. Washington is doubtful. So tonight's slate, if you haven't noticed the trend, is injuries, injuries, injuries. So uh, there's a lot of guys that can fill those slots, and we're going to cover them. Uh, for the Nets side, you have Kyrie Irving at 9,900. Uh, and KD, I'll go ahead and group them together, at 9,400. Those guys are going to take on the load. You're safe to play either one of them because James Harden is out. Uh, so it's just to your liking or position need, but I think KD is the better play at 9,400. Uh, he's ramping back up, but he hasn't played since April 13th, so he should be good. His last game, he had 31 points, uh, and that was 42 DraftKings points. So uh, he's going to be the guy that, you know, is, is safer because Kyrie, you know, he, he scored 60 DraftKings points the last game, but the game before, 23, game before, 39. So KD is not going to be in the 20s, uh, but Kyrie can also hit the 60s. So 
it's just a matter of your position need, really. I wouldn't play both of them, but you're just going to have to pick and choose which one you like for that. And with Harden out and the rest of the guys on the team right now are just playing, a, filling a role pretty much. I don't feel safe playing anyone else. So it's just your picking of the one of the big two out of three that are there. Uh, on the Charlotte Hornets side, you have to, have to, have to look at Terry Rozier. Um, with Devontae Graham out, normally I'm like trying to decide over Devontae Graham or Terry Rozier. And Devontae Graham's always cheaper and they sim- have similar production. But with Devontae Graham out and Brad Wanamaker questionable, Brad Wanamaker is the backup point guard. Um, that just leaves a huge amount of minutes and production for Terry Rozier to fill at 8,100. And I think that's a great play for you. Um, I think Miles Bridges at 6,400, I normally don't like playing him. But like I said, with Devontae Graham out, P.J. Washington as doubtful. Uh, Gordon Haywood obviously is still out. That leaves a lot of production for Miles Bridges. Uh, the only other player I can look at is Jalen McDaniels. Uh, he burst on the scene a couple of games ago with 38 and 40 draft king points. He's been, uh, his production has leveled off uh, quite, uh, pretty much halfway uh, in his last three games, but he's still getting the minutes. So uh, at, you, his price point has went up also. So you'll be paying for it at 5,200. But with all those guys injured, he's a guy that you can use in your lineup and it might not be, you know, the most fun thing ever, but, He's going to get the minutes. That's kind of more of a risk play. It was better when he was under the 4K mark. Um, moving on to the next game uh, at, is Orlando Magic at the Toronto Raptors. Uh, you start with Mo Bamba. It, for the Orlando Magic, Mo Bamba is questionable. Uh, Michael Carter-Williams is out. Uh, Otto Porter Jr. is out. For the Toronto Raptors, everyone is out <laughs> pretty much. OG Ananobi for rest. Uh, DeAndre Brimbury is out. Kyle Lowry is out, Pascal Siakam is out, and Gary Trent is doubtful. So, I mean, that's the bulk of their team right there. That's that's tough. So we can start with the Raptors on that one since their big guys are out. That leaves Fred Van Vliet, who hasn't played since April 2nd. It's his first game back. Uh, he was out uh, battling injury, and he had a suspension for his last game. That's why he missed that one. Otherwise, he would have been back. So he's probably 100%. Uh, the fact that he is worth seventy nine hundred on this slate, I think that I think it makes it worth it because everyone is injured. <laughs> you know that production has to come from somewhere. The next talented guy on his team is Chris Boucher. Chris Boucher, and he's not an offensive scorer like that. You know he's looking to get boards, rebounds, and blocks and putbacks. So Van Fleet is a great play. Um, I think. Flynn, uh, Malachi Flynn, you can look at him because Lowry is out. Uh, I think he will fill in some of those minutes and also because OG is out. He had 39 and 37 DraftKings points his last game. So that could bring up some of that offensive production. And normally I stay away from Chris Boucher because he is hit or miss. And the coach, uh, Nick Nurse, doesn't really love to play him a ton of minutes. Um, uh, you know, like we all would want to see. But like I said, with everyone out, I think that makes Boucher a little more playable. Um, the only thing hurting him is Kim Birch, the newly acquired center from the Magic that they released, is on the team now. Uh, and he's his first two games with the team, uh, 27 and 29 
DraftKings points. That was his last two games. And he's at 3,800. So, I mean, that's almost a minimum price for – he started last game. He could easily start again this game. Uh, so that's someone you can look at. Just pay attention to see if he's going to start again. But I don't see why he wouldn't when he played so well. And, I mean, he's clearly better than Aaron Baines. Um, another guy you can look at is Freddie Gillespie. Um, it was on April 14th. He played 19 minutes, had 26 drafting points. He just had an all-around good game with nine points, eight boards, and three blocks. So with Kim Burch moving to center, that moved Chris Boucher to the power forward. So Freddie Gillespie can play backup minutes to Kim Birch and Chris Boucher. So he's 3,100. That's pretty much a minimum player who put up 26 DraftKings points this last game. That's how you win money in DraftKings. So keep an eye out on him also. And so we're going to move to the next slate now. That would be the Denver Nuggets. This is the 8 o'clock game. Denver Nuggets at the Houston Rockets. Uh, for the Denver Nuggets side, unfortunately, Jamal Murray's out for the season. Uh, he's the only injury right now they have listed. For the Rockets, we have uh, Daniel House Jr. is out, Eric Gordon, Sterling Brown, DJ Augustine are all out. Um, we start on the Denver Nuggets side. You have Nikolai Jokic at 10,900. Always a great play. I mean, I think he's front runner for MVP, in my opinion. Um, I mean, it just goes without saying. He's just an incredible play. Michael Porter Jr. at 7,400. Uh, normally, you could look at him and be like, eh, I don't know, should I play him, should I not? But I, I believe with Jamal Murray's injury, uh, that's just more production for him. And that makes him an easier play. He should, you know, fill that role. Uh, and he's been playing well with uh, Jamal Murray and with the addition of Aaron Gordon. So with Jamal Murray out, that's just more production for Michael Porter Jr. Jamal Murray was averaging 21 points a game. So that those points are going to be filled by someone. And I think it's Michael Porter Jr. And I think it's uh, Afro, uh, otherwise mentioned Aaron Gordon, who is at a steal of a price. He was priced similar to Michael Porter Jr. But his production had dropped off because he was, you know, getting accommodated to the team. And he's at 5,700. I think, I mean, that's pretty much a lock of the day. Uh, because his minutes are going to go up, his offensive opportunities will go up. And, uh, you know, in this game, Denver is favored by seven and a half points, and uh, over-under is 222. So it should, be a, it should be a good, fun game for Jokic, Michael Porter Jr., and Aaron Gordon. Uh, on the Houston Rockets side, uh, you have Christian Wood at 8,300. Uh, his last two games, he's gotten 53 and 54 drafting points. That's tremendous productivity for someone in the 8,000 range. So there's no reason to shy away from that. He's going to have, you know, he's got a lot of talent on the other side, but someone has to score for the Rockets also. So I think he should have a fine game. Uh, You have John Wall at 8,200. You know, a lot of people thought he was going to rest at the end of the season, uh, you know, sit out a lot, but he wants to play. He said he sat out for two years. He wants to play. And uh, his last game, he had 52 DraftKings points. Um, he had one dud before that, but two games before that, 46 and 56. So John Wall is a safe play at 8,200, especially without uh, Jamal Murray in there. Uh, he's not going to have to guard as much on the other end, uh, in my opinion, because uh, he's playing against Monte Morris and Compasso, and they are not offensive juggernauts. And I didn't mention them 
on the Denver side because neither one of them are offensive juggernauts, like I just said. Uh, but now they're splitting it, the production. I think they're going to get some assists and some numbers like that. But right now, that production is probably going to be in the lower, like, teens, like in the high teens, low, high 20s in that range. And so until they decide, okay, one of you guys are getting 30 minutes and the other is getting 15 to 20, then we have something. But for right now, I would stay away from both of them. Uh, other than John Wall, I think you can look at uh, Kevin Porter Jr. at 6,800. Uh, he should he should play a lot in this game. It's a great price point for him. It's pretty much what it should be. But the game before last, he had 54 DraftKings points. So at 6,800, that's great. Uh, he, he'll probably, he can also get 30. But, you know, it's just a hit or, a hit or miss thing, kind of like Jason Tate. But I, he's a more of a guarantee than Tate, in my opinion. Another guy you may overlook is Kelly Olenek at 6,500. His last game, he had 50 drafting points. He's been consistent ever since he came to the Rockets. They seem to really like him and how he fits in with the team. Um, not a sexy play at all, but, you know, solid, safe play at 6,500 for Kelly Olenek. <clears throat> Next game, we're going to move on down to the Chicago Bulls versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, and they're at Chicago. Uh, let's see. The over/under is 227. It's a pick'em game. Zach Levine is out, unfortunately, with health and safety protocols. That's a that's a tough blow for the Bulls. They really need him, and but that's how it goes. Thomas, Thomas Sadoransky is probable, and that's all for the Bulls. For Memphis, we have Brandon Clark is questionable. That's important. Uh, DeAnthony Melton is out. Justice Winslow is out. Jaron Jackson Jr. is still out, unfortunately. Uh, we can start on the Bulls side with Vucevic at 9,700. I always think he's a great play as long as he's under 10,000. Can't you can't beat that really? And uh, especially with Zach Levine out, that's just more production for Vucevic. Um, I think you can look another guy that I think you can look at is Daniel Tice at 3,700. You know he's the backup center. Uh, he can play a little power for also. But his last three games: 32, 25, and 29. DraftKings points. Um, that's for a guy. You say you might say that's that's not amazing. Why are you mentioning him? Second, uh, the second guy on the Bulls. He's priced at thirty seven hundred. And those games were with Zach Levine, so that should just be more production for him. Even if it's not more, if it's equal, that's great value at thirty seven hundred. He's one of the better players on the four thousand. Uh, for everyone else, it's kind of a wait and see how the rotation is going to plan out with. Uh, Zach Levine out. Kobe White will get a bump up. Pat Williams will get a bump up. And Thaddeus Young will get a bump up. But I think you might want to watch and see how this game flows before you just pick one of those three. And you can look at Sadoraski also. Um, also, he's just he's just probable. So I try to stay away from guys that are a little banged up. You know, he had back spasms. So, but yeah, uh, Vucevic. And Daniel Tice are the guarantees for me for the Bulls. For the Memphis Grizzlies side, I think you always look at uh, Jonas Valanciunas. He's under 8,000. He's 7,900. He can put up the production of a guy at 10,000. Like Vucevic, he can put up Vucevic numbers uh, for $2,000 less almost. Um, I, I tend to shy away from John Morant because he's an incredible player. But as far as DraftKings points, they are normally in the 30s. And you want a little higher than that. Uh, he's guaranteed to be in the 30s at minimum. 
but I want someone with a higher ceiling. Um, and if, uh, like we mentioned, Brandon Clark, if he's out, that makes uh, Dylan Brooks more playable at 5,500. And that also makes Kyle Anderson more player playable at 5,900. But right now, if Brandon Clark plays, I think you can skip over those two guys and, you know, just, just go with JV and that's pretty much the only one you can feel safe with right now. So um, moving to the next game, uh, the Miami Heat at the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, right now for the Miami Heat, you have Andre Iguodala is questionable. Victor Oladipo is out. Gabe Vincent probable. Minnesota Timberwolves, Malik Beasley is out. Jalen Noel is questionable. Uh, starting on the Miami side, it's only two guys I trust right now, and that's uh, Jimmy Butler at 9,200. Uh, it's a fair price for him. His last four games, last three games, you want more from him. But, you know, he's the key focal point on the team. And with Oladipo out, he has the range and, you know, ability to do more whenever he's needed. So, uh, and it, he doesn't have a tough matchup at all. Uh, Minnesota's one of the worst defenses in the league, so. It should be a fine matchup. Um, that we don't have an over-under right now, uh, but just stay tuned today. I'm sure Miami is favorite by six-plus, but we don't have it uh, right now set in stone. Uh, Bam Adebayo at 8,400. He's going to have a tough matchup against Carl uh, Anthony Towns. He's been scoring in the 30s lately, but we his last four games. But we know his last four games before that, he's been averaging over in the 40s. So, it's just a matter of how you feel about this game. Uh, if we get a over-under line that's even bigger than we expect, you can shy away from all the heat in this matchup, and I wouldn't fault you. Um, I I don't feel comfortable playing Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Goran Dragic, or Kendrick Nunn. So I think those two are the only ones you can consider. If Dragic was out, by all means, play Kendrick Nunn. But with Dragic in there, it's like everyone is – you know, sharing the pie a little too much for me. On the Minnesota side, you have Carl Anthony Towns at 10,700. Uh, his last four games, last five, last six games, he's been over 50 DraftKings points with a 70-pointer in there. I mean, that's pretty much as safe as you can go. Uh, so we all know Cat. So get him in your lineup if you can't fit him in there. It's a huge slate, so you don't have to force anything. But he's a guaranteed 50-plus guy. Uh, then you could look at Anthony Edwards at 7,500. You know, he's scoring in the 30s and 40s. Uh, just a safe play. The rookie is really coming on, making a case to get that in, uh, rookie of the year award. Unfortunately, LaMelo Ball, you know, with his injury, he was the front runner. But now it looks like Anthony Edwards, if he's not penalized too much, Anthony Edwards will win that. <clears throat> so 7,500 is a good price. We were worried about Malik Beasley coming back, but. He got injured, so that makes uh, Anthony Edwards still safe to play. And he, I think you also can look at D'Angelo Russell at 6,500. Um, his last game, uh, two out of the last three games, uh, very good production. Uh, and, you know, they're still easing him in. He's still playing in the 20-minute range per night. So uh, if his last game is 23 minutes. If that ramps up to 25 to 30, I think you have something there. Um, he first came back on April 5th, and he's, they've been consistently keeping him in the 20s. But he's had a couple 40-point games in there, and I think 
uh, as long as this game doesn't get too out of hand, which will help that D'Angelo Russell is there because they need his production. Uh, he's a he's kind of like a Kemba Walker type of a play because Kemba's normally in the six thousands. Uh, you just got to worry about minutes and you know minutes basically because his talent is there. It's just a matter of how much they're going to baby him. Uh, so yeah, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell all get consideration, and you can um, easily not choose anyone from this game. Also, so it's it's, it's funny how that works, but. We have such a huge slate, you know, it's not going to kill you either way. Um, next game at 8.30, starting at 8.30, is Portland at the San Antonio Spurs. Um, the over-under is 230 and a half. Um, looks like a toss-up game. Uh, we have, you can, for the injury report, let's go over that. Portland, Zach Collins, out for the year, obviously. The Spurs have Gorgie Bing. It's questionable. Trey Lyles is out. Uh, on the Portland side, you can look at Damian Lillard at 9,500. His production has been kind of up and down, especially with C.J. McCollum back. Um, he hadn't had a huge game lately, but he uh, two out of the last three games, he scored over 48, and he scored 50. Uh, but he had a dud in there with 20. But you can always trust Dame for the most part. He's got a lot of point guards in this matchup. I don't think any of them can slow him down. It's just a matter of his will. And if they need him to go off, um, I overpassed CJ McCollum because he's going in the 30s a little too much for me. And at 8,000, that's a little high. Like we just mentioned, Anthony Edwards, um, and he is at 7,500. So he's cheaper and his production is better right now than CJ McCollum. So I don't think you can touch McCollum right now. Um, I think you could look at Norman Powell at 5,800. Uh, he's been fitting in nicely with this, with this new team. Um, you know, and at 5,800, even if he has a down type of a game, it's still okay. It's not going to kill your lineup. But uh, he can get you in the high 30s any given game, just depending on the matchup. So, I mean, it's not a lock of the day type of play, but he's pretty safe to play in my opinion. And I think you can look at uh, Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, he's, he's ramping his production back up. <clears throat> Minutes are slowly creeping up. So just keep an eye on if he's going to be limited or not. But at 5,500, he can easily uh, provide great value for you. Um, he's sneakily coming back into play, and I think he'll be a big factor in the playoffs. <clears throat> so they might be just, you know, taking it easy on him until he gets to the playoffs. But he obviously hurts in his cancer um, with, with, you know, coming back. Because otherwise, cancer was getting all those minutes, all the rebounds in the world. So, but if you hear anything about Nurkic uh, sitting out, then you could look at Enes Kander at 6,100. But if Nurkic plays, you can't even think twice about him. Moving to the Portland side, I think you can look at DeMar DeRozan, obviously. He's priced at 7,900, and that's a lot better. Uh, early in the season, he was in the 8,000, the mid 8,000s, and that's a lot uh, for, for him. But he was hitting value. But late, lately, he's been Dropping off a tiny bit, but he's starting to ramp back up. I think we can also look at uh, DeJounte Murray at 7,000. Um, he's been, you know, he he's a starting point guard for the Spurs. They're going to need him. They're going to need someone to go up against Dane. It always is sketchy for me to play him because they have so many point guards. They have him, Derek White, Patty Mills. 
you know, there's just so many guards on this team. But he's uh, usually putting up good production. Other than that, like I said, a lot of the guys cannibalize each other. So I can look at, you know, Jacoperto was playing great early in the season, but he's kind of slowed down. But you can take a look at Drew Eubanks. Uh, he's the backup center. His last two games, 31 and 25 drafting points. <clears throat> His last game, he had four blocks. That's incredible. You know Pop is going to love that and want to get the young guy more minutes. So price at 3300 that's an incredible type of a steal of a play. As long as he's getting those same minutes, you got to love it. Next game, you got to go to the Knicks and uh, <clears throat> Dallas Mavericks. Uh, for the Knicks side, uh, Dallas is favored by five and a half. <clears throat> Over under is 212. On the Knicks, you got to look at Julius Randle at 9,600. Uh, All-star year, obviously. Last two games, over 50 drafting points. Always a good idea to have him in your lineup. You can fit him in there. He's the focal point of this team. And no one else is really stepping up. Other than that, it's just a shared committee, pretty much. Um, everyone is pretty much healthy. So it makes it scary to play anyone else. <clears throat> R.J. Barrett was ramping up, playing great. But he's been dropping off lately. In his last two games, he's had some stinkers. <laughs> so at 6,200, you can't really touch him. On the Mavs side, you, obviously, you can look at Luka Doncic. And a lot of people see that name, and it's like, obviously, I have to play him. I have to put him in a lineup. He's one of the high-priced guys. But um, for the most part, he's been averaging in the 40s and the low 50s <clears throat> for quite some while now. And, I mean, at 10,800, I believe he's the highest-priced guy on the slate. He's, uh, well, second to Jokic. He's not putting up Jokic numbers right now. He's playing very great, very, very good. But 10800 is still overpriced for him. And like Santino uh, always says, he doesn't like to play guys against the Knicks because the Knicks have one of the top three defenses in the league. It might be ranked number one now. I think I saw a stat on that. So that's, that's going to be a tough matchup for him. Uh, I think you can look at Kristaps Porzingis also, though. His production has been great. He's been putting up the same type of numbers as Luka, and he's at 8800 So that's $2,000 cheaper. And it is a revenge game for him. So someone's got to score on this Mavericks team. I think it'll be tough for Dorian Finney-Smith, uh, Josh Richardson, Tim Hardaway. So I think Porzingis is the safe guy, in my opinion, on who you should put in your lineup. That's gonna, that covers the 10-game slate. Uh, you know, including, you know, we talked about the Pacers and Jazz is at three. So other than that, we have the 10 games like, um, and it's, it's, it's injury field, injury loaded, but it's, it should be a lot of fun. Um, it's whenever you have a lot of injuries, it makes you do a little more prep work and finding those, uh, steals of the day. A lot of you guys like to for us to go over our top value guys, mid-tier guys, and lower-priced guys at the end of the show. <clears throat> so let me hit those real quick. Uh, my favorite high-priced guy, uh, let's say, is over 8000 I think I would have to go with Terry Rozier at 8100 Like I said, with Devontae Graham out, uh, even the backup Brad Wanamaker out, P.J. Washington out, Gordon Hayward out. His, all the production should go to him. Early in the season, he was having 40-point games. I think he can easily have that again today. <clears throat> He's my main one that, that just really stood out to me. If you want to force me to pick someone else, 
I could say uh, Paul George at 9,100. If Kawhi is out, which is questionable right now, Paul George is still at 9,100. He's been in that same position that Rozier was in with everyone out. The production goes to him. <clears throat> For my mid-tier guys, if you want to say 4,500 to 8,000, I think you can look at Aaron Gordon. Like we mentioned with Jamal Murray out, he a lot of the more a lot more of the you know production and responsibility would go to him, and he's priced way below what he normally would be priced at. That's what helps him a lot. I think Josh Jackson on Detroit also at fifty three hundred is a great play. Wendell Carter Jr. at sixty two hundred is a great play. This you see, I get to pick three players because you know no one's here to argue with me. <laughs> Uh, but those three are really great plays. Uh, for my under 4,500 uh, guys, my steal of the night guys, I believe you can look at Forkon Korkmaz at 3,800. That's if Tobias Harris is out. Keep an eye on on that. Uh, Daniel Gafford at 3,300. I believe in his talent. Uh, even if he's not getting the huge minutes yet, I believe in his talent. I think you can look at Gary Harris Jr. at 3,600. Uh, last game, he had a great game uh, for the Nuggets. Uh, he's not on the Nuggets anymore. Uh, he's on the Orlando Magic. Um, he scored 15 actual points, had six assists. I mean, that's the best game he's had in a long time. And at 3,600, that's a steal. He had 29 drafting points. Uh, and he shouldn't be rested. It's not a back-to-back or anything. So he played 30 minutes. Uh, I think he, he moved uh, Dwayne Bacon out of the rotation. Pretty much, and he's going to take all those minutes from here on. So, get Gary Harrison in lineup while you can. You can look at Freddie Gillespie on the Raptors. Also, yes, that's a real player. I didn't just make that name up at thirty one hundred. And those are the values of the night for me, in my opinion. Um, I like to say thank you all for joining me. Uh, had a great time with you on the show, uh, doing it solo. First time doing it solo. It's harder than you would think. I thought it would just be fun, but, you know, whew, you, you lose your breath there uh, just doing all the talking on your own. But that was fun, guys. Hopefully David will be back next week and be all fully recovered, have his voice back. Hopefully I'll have my voice back, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for joining us on this episode of BFS Today. I'm William Harris. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at WilliamIsBill. Had a great time with you. Good luck in your DFS. Peace. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.